It's the Morning KLH with Dave and Doreen. Good morning, Dave and Doreen, along with Marcus, the Morning KLH. Always an honor and a pleasure to welcome this guy into the studio. He just won another Emmy Award. <laughs> John McGivern, wow. congratulations, John. Thank you. And good morning. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How and, many uh, is that now? Uh, six. Six. I, I brought him with me, too. You want to see him? I do. <laughs> I saw that giant suitcase. I thought you were moving in. No, no. Why didn't you hold it for a minute? Did you have to? Did you have to give a speech or anything? I didn't go. Oh, you didn't. I didn't. I okay. watched it um, from from my living room because right. I've been to them before. Okay. And they're kind of long and yeah. sort of like um, I, I don't mean to be rude, but um, as they're announcing the other ones, I I always think, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? Get to my category. I want to tell yeah. you that you're not alone. That doesn't just happen at award shows. <laughs> Uh, let's say dance recitals. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all the Where's same. Where's ours? Bro. Where's ours? Where's she, she coming? Another hour? What? Right. And okay. then, then they're up there for 48 seconds, and you're like, mm. yeah. So, but I, it was great because Aaron Johnson, who, who is with Plum Media, who is the guy who really made the look of our show, John McGivern's Main Streets, he accepted for me and he was hilarious. He walked up there and he pulled out of his pocket like a tiny little piece of paper and he said, <laughs> uh, obviously I'm not John McGivern, but uh, John wanted me to accept for him and he wanted me to thank Aaron Johnson. <laughs> for accepting this award and he said that I could have one because he has too many at home there already. You go. Beautiful. And and of course he wants to thank Lois Maurer. So but he was great. So I'm I'm thrilled. And as I was telling Pat on the way over, I'm sitting here today with my dear friend Pat Hazel. So Pat Hazel oh. and we all know Pat Hazel because Pat Hazel wrote Wonder Bread Years. He wrote Bunk Bed Brothers. He wrote Kodachrome Christmas. He was a writer for Seinfeld. And he came to town last night because we open Kodachrome Christmas this Friday. Welcome again. Mm. Thank How- you. I always love coming here. It's great. It's been, uh, well, the pandemic. Yeah, it's been a few years. Yeah, that this, you know, I'd never been in a pandemic. And I have to say, <laughs> if I were to rate it on Yelp, I would say no stars. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I would not. Zero. Uh, I'm zero with stuff. you. Yeah. I'm not for pandemics. No, I wouldn't recommend it. No, it stinks. And the crazy thing about the pandemic is that we, meaning Doreen, myself, Marcus, we never missed a day. We were told we were essential workers. Yeah. Wow. Until that moment, I swear to God, we had no idea we <laughs> no. were essential, but we enjoyed coming into work every day. It got us out and about, but like. Did you call your mom and say, see, I am essential. <laughs> how important I, I am. I called everybody yeah. I knew. Yeah. Yeah, we no, actually I, had a piece of paper from the government. We did. Oh, really? Oh, wow. In swear, case we got pulled swear. over or whatever, yeah. like, hey, swear what are you God. doing on the street? I got a certificate oh. for and shelter in place. Like, no. don't come out. We yeah. don't want to see you again. Mm-hmm. The world needs to hear the Rolling Stones, sir. Let me through. <laughs> you know, I want sure. But, but for people like you, Pat, Oof. you have, I mean, as creative as you are, writer, director, you look for outlets, which is why you go to a podcast and you started your podcast yeah. up. Okay. Yeah, so it's great. It's called Creativity and Captivity, which I think is hilarious. Mm-hmm. But it was the perfect time to start a podcast, wasn't it? It was. It was not even on my radar to do that. You know, like I was like, oh, podcast, who's got time to, to do that? Right? <laughs> no, you know, I had nothing but time. And I would call, John and I would have conversations on the phone. It's like, what do we do? Like, there's no audience, there's no gathering, there's no. Co- production for commercials there's no and and it was tough really tough on the arts like the arts people mm-hmm. right subscribers ticket and i started making up to do oh, yeah stuff, stuff, up. stuff up to do you're never going to be invited back oh. <laughs> 
well, don't listen to my podcast. It's filthy. <laughs> Well, no, that's no, exactly but, why you want to listen to Well, it. other people got COVID. I picked up Tourette's syndrome. Uh, <laughs> it was a side effect. Um, no, it was very, very interesting to, uh, like, one of the things that I also did was I, there were, all the cast of Hamilton was, was not performing anymore, and all the different troops around the country. And I had a friend that had played the king in one of the things, and I said, what are you doing? He goes, nothing. Like, occasionally I'll sing for a party on Zoom or something. What? So, I know. Yeah. So- I made an arrangement with the company to have some of the cast members like do these Zoom 30-minute ham jams, they were called, and you could have Hamilton singers on a Zoom party for your oh family or an anniversary. That's awesome. Yeah. And it was like just trying to find a place for the voice of artists and yeah. performers. Well, I thought the, the best part, like the Pat's podcast, some of the people, Jerry Seinfeld you yep. talked to, Jason Alexander- uh, you said you started by calling the head of Pixar. Uh, Pete Doctors, he's the guy that wrote Inside Out and Soul and Up. He's the writer, director, and the chief creative officer. And from his basement, he he said, hey, I'm sitting here. You know, I got the day off today, too. And, you know, like there were people at all levels. They were still making animated movies, but, right, yeah. but they weren't gathering and they yeah. weren't coming together for staff meetings in the same way. So, uh, And it was really interesting. What I wanted to do was to have a place where the audience could be behind the scenes of any creative business and find out the creative process of a Cirque du Soleil performer, the aerialist choreographer for Pink that mm -hmm. does all the stuff mm -hmm. she does on the silks. And, you know, there's so many interesting... I bet weird, you learned a lot. I learned a lot. And I, the ones that really fascinated me were the ones where I never even knew there was a job to do. Mm. Right? Yeah. There was a guy named Gary Staub was a dinosaur sculptor for science and history museums and he'd make 52 foot sharks for the smithsonian or you know like right hmm. in his like barn in you never Missouri. think about somebody's no. got to make that yeah right? right yeah and then you go how do you get to a job like that like how do you go I'll, I'll do that mm -hmm. yeah, right. you know and his thing was he always wanted to build big sculptures so he put himself on his own curriculum at college that was paleontology and this and art. And what a coincidence. I had my own as well. Yeah. Mine was nowhere near as productive. Right. You know, mine was don't go and, <laughs> well, and you drink both, a lot of beer. Yeah. Were you in yeah. communication? So yeah, it was. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. See, that's well, it. well, you guys landed good. Yeah. You were planning no, for the true. pandemic. Lucky. I didn't plan for the pandemic. We got lucky. Yeah. So what we want to focus on is Erlene, right? Because hmm. Erlene, ah. Kodachrome is coming. And it's going to be at uh, the Cedarburg Performing Arts Center in yep. just days. Friday we open. Friday yeah. we have a show Friday, two Saturday, one Sunday in Cedarburg. And then the following weekend we're in Oconomowoc at the Arts Center. So, um, And seeing John Azerlein in Cedarburg, can I tell you right now, that's like <laughs> the epicenter fun. Because, yeah. No, because he's got family there. I like, know, I know. And... Yeah. and you and know, he looks like he lives there. Right, it's like small town. When he's Erlene. You couldn't, by the way, Walmart. as Erlene, you could not tell him from any... <laughs> other resident of That's now he's got said. a new wig and a shorter cuter dress and what? A, like john is really shorter? In, yeah you're all well isn't it like calf length or don't something want to make it too short whatever john. it is every year he's got it's a new, not a mini i could with these legs work it but you know i'm a, i'm of a certain age uh right you gotta cover up a little bit when, when i first said to him we, we had a moment in the casting of this he came to pittsburgh to see a woman do the show and he said to me if you could 
write this as a man, I would love to do this. And I said, if you'll do it as a woman, I'll be happy to direct. <laughs> I will direct. Really? And I'm telling you, it didn't take but two seconds for him to say, I've got some kitten heels, right? Like, it, I don't think that's what happened. Well, I, you were wearing those for a year before we started. Skipping through the house. I, <laughs> he was just trying to make sure that he wouldn't fall on Yeah, exactly. But, but when you, well, you've seen the show uh, some yeah. years ago, but mm-hmm. when he moves around on stage in those kitten heels, it is hilarious. Like it is very he's funny. always like, as the is the skirt flowing? It's like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. 